Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Wanganui desperately need the ball. Ralph Darling, the captain, the front rower, the drop kick, the three points, the veteran, what a play. Ralph Darling, who knew that? Who knew that? Well, the man himself probably did, that he was capable of it. And, uh, can leave his uh, fingerprints all over the Meads Cup final from a, a few years ago. Wonderful moment, of course. I, I think that was 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Ken Laban had the call. It is time for our Saturday session legends. And being uh, the huge Heartland Championship fans uh, that we are, we wanted to catch up with a Heartland Championship legend. And boy, we have got one, haven't we, Grant Elliott? Oh, absolutely. I saw that drop kick. I watched it this morning. And I must admit, I didn't know much about Ralph Darling uh, before this morning. But now I'm an massive fan and i can't wait to hear his insight into the joel stransky of north otago as the ball just <laughs> shaves the uprights <laughs> ralph darling joins us here on the program our saturday session legend for this week ralph thanks so much for dropping by now thanks for having me guys it's good to be here we've got to teach uh, grant the first thing how do we say north otago properly you don't announce the enunciate the o rights otago north otago we got that right yeah that's it that's perfect that's it there you North go. Otaga. North Otaga. Play for North Otaga. That's how we say it down at Omaru. Exactly, <laughs> mate. So you, you represented the, the province from 2007 through to 2021. You're now assistant coach. I've got to start. Are you, are you thrilled with your move to the coaching for <laughs> on game day? Are you a little bit jealous? Do you want to strap the boots on and get out there today? Oh, there's, a, there's a bit of mixed emotions there. Um, last week, yeah, we've had a couple of pre-seasons and I did have to get the boots on for the first one, but I didn't get on, fortunately. But, um, no, no, it's actually a good step for me to take. I was getting a bit old, the body's not where it, where it should be, so it was the right step for me to take. Hey, so, so Ralph, is there an opportunity for you to be a player coach? I, I, I heard maybe a hint that maybe if a few people go down, you might just strap the, the gear on and get out there. Um, that would be the only way that that would be happening, is if someone got injured in the warm-up. But how often does that happen? Yeah, never <laughs> say never. Um, hey. yeah, not very, never but you're never. telling me there's a chance. <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance. So not quite retired, Ralph Darling is with us. There's a very small chance. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, did, what does it mean to you, having played for North Otago, for all those years, from 2007 through to 2021, what has representing that province in this Heartland Championship meant to you? Um, it's, it's quite a, like in Omaru, um, it's quite a, a, a small community. So when you are putting that jersey on, you are representing, you know, your family and, and, your, and your club and your community as well. So it, it's, it's always a very proud moment putting that jersey on. Do you remember your first game well? Um, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do. We, we played Buller at home and it was just, I was come off the bench and yeah, we ended up getting the win that week. So when you made your depot, what were, what were you hoping to achieve? I'm guessing you weren't expecting to play for a decade and a half and then making the New Zealand Heartland Championship maybe at least half a dozen times. You know, what, what goals had you set yourself when you cracked the Northern Otago side? 
uh, to be honest, I don't really have any goals really. I just I just love my footy and, and just wanted to play week in, week out. You know, play footy and then, you know, have a few beers after and then work head towards Tuesday training. But yeah, um had a pretty pretty not a half decent run in the end. Oh, I think you're underselling yourself there, mate. To, to represent any province for over a decade, decade and a half, it's a, it's a brilliant achievement. Yeah, Ralph, one of the things that we find on these Legends series and the people that we interview, they've got an absolute passion for the game and they've got longevity in the game. They've played for so many years. Where, where did your passion start? When you think back to that first time where you got a footy in your hand and you started playing, where, where can you uh, recount that that real passion for the game started? Um, I guess like any any Kiwi kid growing up in New Zealand, watching the ABs from a young age, and you know, every every spare minute you had a rugby ball in your hands and you're in the backyard kicking and, and pretending you were those those legendary All Blacks from back in the 90s. Okay, so what All Black were you in the backyard? Jonah. Jonah. Jonah on the on the wing. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You, you chose a pretty yeah. good one. You chose a pretty good one. And you ran over the top a few people over over the years, a bit like Jonah. Might not have had the acceleration oh, over the over the first yeah. 15, maybe. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Jonah was, was a, always will be considered a legend of the game. Yeah. So, so Ralph, you obviously you had aspirations of being on that wing and running over people, but you, <laughs> you became a hooker. When did you... A hooker and a prop. When did you actually specialise in those positions? When when did it actually, um, I guess, hit you that, hey, I'm, I'm not going to have those fast-twitch muscle yeah. fibres. I'm going to be more a scrapper up front. Oh, I don't think it ever hit me. I still <laughs> <think> <laughs> nah, but um, probably high school. There's no there's no spot out in the backs for a fat, slow hooker prop. So eventually I had to make the decision to make my way in there. Did you did you have aspirations of of being an All Black? Obviously, when you were young, but was there a time in your career where you thought, "Hey, I'm gonna give this a good go"? Um, when I was a kid, that was always the dream. But as you kind of grow up, you kind of realise that that's, that's not going to happen, and then you just focus elsewhere. And I was quite happy with just being a wee battler every weekend, um, playing for North Otago. Well, that's you were a lot more than that, uh, Ralph. I mean, you you look at the the Heartland 15, where you made selection 2012, 13, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. Little sabbatical in 14. Um, well, you actually got three tries that year, played all 10 games. But you made that Heartland uh, 15 game, and I, I saw a photo of you online. You looked extremely happy to be in that team. You looked good in black and white. You did look very good in black and white. Um, it was always a highlight. Obviously, representing your country is, is, is the end goal, and and I suppose that was my All Black team. Um, that was the goal. Yeah. When you're playing in Ireland to be selected in that team, so I was lucky enough to get a few different shots at it, and um, yeah, I guess I'm proud of that. What about the lengths you and your teammates have had to to go over the years? Um, you have real jobs. Um, you have to make real sacrifices. Um, and I imagine the province, the distance, some have to travel as well. It's it's not just... Well, it, it's hard to articulate being an outsider. How, how do you sort of articulate um, the lengths your teammates have had to go to make Heartland Championship a thing? 
Um, yeah, you hit it on the head with uh, everyone works. Everyone has full-time jobs. So we we meet twice a week on a Tuesday and a Thursday. And yeah, some people come from you know an hour, hour and a half away. We've got guys travelling from Central Otago, and that's that's two and a half hours away. So they're they're, they're proud to be um, an old gold, and they're, they're willing to do that travel because it, you know it's, it's special for them. But our travel days usually consist of. Um, I'm at the airport right now. We we left somewhere at eight o'clock. We are playing in Palmy North, and we'll arrive there about five o'clock tonight, and then back Monday afternoon back into Omaru. So. It's a full weekend to travel. How hard is it to build a team dynamic when you don't actually spend a whole heap? You get to training on a Tuesday and a Thursday, I guess you get straight to work. Uh, but actually building sort of camaraderie off off, off the park, is, is that a real challenge? Um, it can be a challenge. And the teams that, that generally do well are the teams that get in there and do that bonding and and go that extra step. We're lucky with the away games that we do spend the whole weekend away together, and that's where a lot of that bonding's done. And then, you know, we just kind of rekindle that on a Tuesday and a Thursday night and then head away in the weekend again. Well, this is the, the part of the interview when you start to tell some stories on some team teammates, but when you go away for a weekend, oh, boys can get up to no good and get lost, right? Yeah, you, re- you must be rooming with someone, Ralph. Oh, definitely. We won't go into any names, but, yeah, you know, we've got a lot of... <laughs> small town boys and when we end up in the cities the bright lights can get a bit too much for some of these boys and they go places well, do you have to do that and you, you have to do the head count at the airport don't you you're like we need 23 and yeah. we've got 21 do you, do, you run, do you run a buddy system or slap ankle bracelets on them i don't know ralph how do you, how do you control <laughs> we them to, we used to but nah these the boys are pretty good they know that if they miss it, the, the bus in the morning to the airport then they got to fork out for their flight home. So we have boys every weekend arriving just as the bus is pulling out on a Sunday morning to go back. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't had anyone miss the trip yet. So you were saying in all of your years, you, that never happened to you? Uh, no. No, that would never happen to me. <laughs> there, was a, there was a very long silence there, Grant. I, I, I don't know what you think about that long silence before Ralph actually answered the question. Well, we've been talking about getting a polygraph tester uh, in the studio here, Ralph, uh, because oh, I was no. um, I was basically told that I was a Springbok supporter by one of our, uh, our guests. Well, Morna, when Mornay Morkel, all six foot six of them, tells him, you've got, you've got to take it seriously, Grant. You've got to take it seriously. <laughs> I know you've got to get to the job at, you know, uh, getting on a plane, focusing on, on the game ahead. I'm sure it's really hard to answer this, having done it for over a decade, but what would the highlights be playing in the Heartland Championship for you over those years, Well, um, Just probably meeting all the people that I've met. Uh, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of friends in a lot of the other unions that I've, that I've played rugby with, with the Heartland 16 and when you get to go away and you go to their hometowns you know they'll, they'll pick you up and take you around to their family and, and meeting a lot of pretty special people and then and then when you're at home and you're, and you're, um, you're winning at home is always special when your community and your family can come and watch you and you're getting the job done it makes for a pretty special feeling What's the best ground to go play at and the worst ground for that matter? Uh, the best ground would be Ruatoria and um, in the east coast, uh, they come up on Saddleback and they, they're cheering you on. You can smell people smoking things that they shouldn't be smoking along the sidelines. It's, 
it's a different atmosphere and it's a really special one. Um, the, that would be the best. The worst would be. Um, probably Cook's Garden in Wanganui. It's always windy there. Yeah, that's it's always pretty tough yeah, to get up. Yeah. There's probably one game that I never mm. won at, so that's probably why I'm saying it. Yeah, they also had generally pretty darn good sides, didn't they? Um, yeah, uh, for right, sure. Although you, you got a, you got a couple over them over the years. I, I'm pretty sure there was a certain drop goal. Who did they come against? Who, who did a drop goal come against? Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. I can't remember. There's been a lot of beers since then. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it was, of course, the Butcher Boys. Um, that, that, that was a story right around New Zealand a few years ago when that happened. Um, but it wasn't your first drop goal, right? You, you're a veteran at that type of thing. That this was this was clearly in your armoury. Yeah, I've done it before. It was a club final. Um, uh, extra time. I was just sitting in the pocket having a rest again, and ball pops out. <laughs> uh, why not have a go? And it went over. So, did you call for the ball in the Meads Cup final, or did the ball uh, come yeah, to you did. and you just reacted to it? Uh, we actually had a call for that move, but not me doing it. <laughs> so I just jumped in the pocket and, and used that call. I don't think our nine knew who it was passing to until it turned around. <laughs> <laughs> but you were captain, right? Yeah, I was captain. He was just doing what he yeah. was told, right? He was just doing yeah, what the captain exactly told. Right. told him. Exactly, exactly right. That's, le- that's leadership right there. Well, Ralph, <laughs> I think like it's, it's, so, it's so refreshing to hear... Um, you talk about your career in Heartland Championship because one thing that I noticed last year, and that was my first year sort of being involved in Heartland Championship while we, we spoke to people involved, is it's got a lot of soul. It does have a lot of soul. It hasn't been tarnished by professionalism and just the love of the game that people talk about. But also, we had some big names come back last year. So are there any big names uh, coming back this year for North Otago? Um, not at this stage. We have put the feeler out to Ben Smith. Um, if he would be keen for a run, he uh, he played for North Otago under 18s um, a few years oh, back. Nice. So we have we have put the feeler out there. We just haven't quite heard back from his agent yet. So we're oh. hopeful. Well, in true Otago fashion, we should all go around to his house and knock on his door, right? Go play yeah, for I'd... North Otago. I, I'm, I'm encouraging people to do it, but not encouraging people to do it, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, yeah, and get in contact with North Otago. Uh, Ralph would love to have him on his side. That would be magnificent. Well, Ralph, thanks so much for dropping by. I'm, I'm just quickly checking the draw. Uh, you're in Palmy uh, for a game that's um, on Sky tonight, of course. So a lot of the boys have been down to the barber, have they? Um, we're, actually, we're actually playing tomorrow night. The barber's booked to come into the hotel to see... To get the boys there. The boys need new boots. I'll be going to get new boots today. They all, they all fancy themselves up when we're on Sky. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Oh. I, yeah, I misread that. You're right. It is tomorrow night. I thought it was five past seven. Yeah, you always need a fresh lid for a TV game, don't you, Ralph? Oh, Will you yeah. be getting a You're fresh lid? You're all so right. vain, you athletes. You're all so vain. <laughs> Not Ralph. Really. He used to whack a scrum cap on, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, didn't worry about that sort of nonsense. Spot. <laughs> um, and just going through the draw, I'm just seeing if you're going to Ruatoria at, at all this year. Maybe we can send Grant up. Uh, we get Grant on horseback. Ah, oh, oh, it's a real shame. We'll get that would have been outstanding. Get you on horseback riding. Horseback with my Springbok rugby jersey exactly. on. What could possibly go wrong <laughs> in the East Coast? What could go wrong up there? Well, Ralph, hey, thanks so much, mate. We'd really do appreciate it. I know you're sitting at an airport waiting to go and to rip into the weekend to head... Um, 
on behalf of uh, the North Otago rugby community, sorry, North Otago, thanks for all you've done for them uh, over so long and continue to do so. And I wish you and, and your team a, a wonderful uh, season ahead uh, and I hope it goes well. Thanks, Ralph. Good luck for the campaign. Cool. Thanks very much. Thank you, guys. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, that's our little load to the Heartland Championship, our Saturday Session Legends segment, speaking to a man who's played, uh, just trying to, yeah, 2007 through to 2021 and already assistant coach of the team he represented all those years. That's just awesome. See, the thing that stood out for me there, Daniel, and to our listeners, is that he said, oh, I don't really remember what happened in the game, but it was the people. It was about the people he met, uh, the people he played with, and that's what gave him the passion. You know, just sharing a beer with them in the in the sheds, and he had a long career. You know, he had a good 14, 15 years playing for North Otago in the Heartland Championship because he just loved the game, and that's what we need to teach in grassroots. It's about a love of the game. It's about loving loving the sport, and not not having to be. He had aspirations of being an All Black, and he said, "Oh, I probably realised that you know I was never going to achieve that eventually," but. Still just loved his Heartland, you know, rugby. And he's probably inspired a lot of people to go on and play um, as an all-black or as a professional. It's a heck of a long time to play for any one side. Oh, especially as a front rower. How long did you play for Wellington? Uh, Maybe 12 years, 12, 13 But you sullied that with playing for about 38 other teams around the globe. He's a a one true, one province man. I was on loan to... um, to the Wellington Firebirds from the uh, uh, St. Lucia Zooks the one year. And, uh, <laughs> he, he was, he, he's the Lahore playing, He was playing for North Otago when you were still a Springboks fan. <laughs> when I was still... 2007. Because you I debuted not, in 2008. Well, you think I'm still a Springboks fan. No, Mornay Morkel thinks you're okay. the Springboks fan. 